0: Hi, I'm AJ Hogue, welcome to the Effortless English Show, the show that teaches you to speak English powerfully. I've been thinking about English classes lately. Should you go to an English class? Should you go to an English school? What is the purpose of an English class or an English school? You know, in past shows, in past audios and videos, I have criticized English classes and English schools a lot. The truth is, as you know, that most of your improvement, most of your learning, most of your success speaking English will come from your independent learning at home. That's where the improvement happens. It's your efforts at home, often alone that determine your success. It's the hours you spend listening to audios, or reading books in English, or even practicing your pronunciation with an audio. You know recently, just last week, I finished reading Steve Kaufman's book in Spanish, and he had a great quote in that book. And he said, the teacher cannot make you learn it is your responsibility to learn so learning comes from you not from the teacher so the question then that I have that you have that maybe all of us have is what then is the purpose of a teacher what is the purpose of a classroom coming together with other students and the teacher is it even necessary to have a class or a school good questions I've been thinking about these questions especially because I am planning to do a series of classes and seminars this year in Asia I'll be moving around to different countries in Asia doing some large classes and seminars And so, of course, I've been asking myself these same questions. What is the purpose of the seminars? What am I hoping to do? How can I help those students there? And also I'm asking myself, you know, what what can I not do? What is it not possible for me to do as the teacher? Important questions. And as I thought about these questions and I start... Asking myself, you know, wh- why am I doing this? What's the purpose of a class? What's the purpose of coming together with other people? I remembered my first Tony Robbins event. Tony Robbins is a motivational speaker. And my wife and I went to our first Tony Robbins event several years ago. And my memory of that event is that it was this incredibly fun, emotional Powerful event. I mean, we screamed and ah, shouted a lot. We jumped up and down. They played loud music. It was super energetic and fun. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. It was a very emotional experience for me. Now, also at this event, we learned a lot of great ideas and strategies for achieving success but this event was only four days long so of course I didn't actually do anything at the event in those four days I didn't change my business I didn't change my health not enough time so mostly I got energized and excited and I learned new strategies now of course immediately after the event I felt Powerful, incredible so excited so energized to make changes in my life and indeed when I think about that event I realize that the power of that event was that it helped me make psychological changes I changed my emotions I changed my attitude I changed many of my beliefs about what was possible. I changed my goals. And I increased my confidence. I believed that, yes, I could do it. Yes, I could be successful. Yes, I could build a successful business, for example. Yes, I could be a successful public speaker. Yes, I could live all of these big dreams that I had. Now, of course, after that event, I had to go home and actually do all of the necessary steps and learning and work to achieve those goals, to achieve those dreams. Tony Robbins didn't do that work for me. I still had to do it. I look back now, several years later, And I can see that my life changed from that event. I was going one direction and then that event changed the direction of my life. Again, by helping me change my beliefs, change my attitudes, change my mindset, change my thinking, change my goals, and change my emotions. Let's take a quick Twitter question, and then we'll come back to this topic of schools, live events, the roles of teachers, what can a teacher do for you, and what must you do for yourself? So a Twitter question this week from Maria, uh, one of my favorite people, Maria. She says, I want to learn Japanese, Italian, etc., several languages. Is it possible to use the Effortless English system as a total beginner in other languages? That's a good question because effortless English my courses are focused on intermediate level learners obviously I'm speaking in English so you already know some English So Maria wants to know well can we use this same system for total beginners and can we use it with other languages and the answer to both is yes first of all other languages I'm using this system finally now with Spanish now, I learned Spanish for maybe a year in school using the old methods grammar and all of that and had a big failure <laughs> couldn't speak at all but now I'm using a, a program called unlimited Spanish my good friend Oscar in Barcelona created that program and he created it using the effortless English system to teach Spanish so there you go Spanish definitely I uh, so my wife has a course for beginning Japanese, zero-level, low-level Japanese. It's called LearnRealJapanese.com, and I'll be focusing on that program next year. So definitely you can do this. You can also just create your own learning plan, independent learning plan for any language using the same principles of Effortless English, the seven rules, all of those things you'll find in my email course and in my upcoming book. So, yes, Maria, you can do it in other languages, and yes, you can do it as a beginner. So, good luck. I look forward to hearing you speak different languages in that cute voice of yours. (laughs) All right, let's get back to our topic. So, we're talking about the role of a class. Why should you go to a class? Should you go to an English class at all? And if you do go to an English class or an English school, what should you look for? What is the purpose of that class for you? First, a few thoughts. So, thought number one, you are responsible for your learning, not the teacher, not a school, you. Most of your learning, most of your improvement comes from the work you do at home, usually alone. Even in my Tony Robbins example, so it was a powerful four-day event. I made a lot of big changes psychologically in my mind but just going to that event didn't change my life. It wasn't that event that did it, right? Because I came home from the event feeling great, yeah! And then of course then after a few weeks that excitement kind of dropped. It was gone, right? I'm not as excited anymore. But I had to do the work. I, I got inspired, I got motivated. I made psychological changes, I made big goals, and I learned new strategies at that live event. But all of that was still useless without action, without the actual daily work of doing what I needed to do to get success. And that's indeed what I have done, what I did and what I have done over the last several years. I had to take the steps I had to work and work and work every single day on my businesses hours and hours of working on my businesses each and every day Tony Robbins didn't do that for me no one else did that for me I had to do it I had to have the discipline and determination to do that and so the success I have now came from that work at home that independent work and the same is true for you your success with English speaking will mostly come from the daily effort you make every single day listening to effortless English lessons listening to audio books reading novels chatting with people etc every day doing that hours and hours and hours of independent learning you are responsible that's where most of the improvement and skill and success comes from you and that's good news because that means you're in control not someone else all right another idea the purpose therefore of a class and indeed the purpose of a teacher is mostly inspiration the teacher can't do the work for you and indeed the teacher can't even give you the skill. What the best teachers can do is change your psychology, change your beliefs and your thinking. The best teachers make you stronger. They make you feel more motivated. They help to energize you. And most of all, they build your confidence they help you to believe that yes you can do it yes you can have big success yes you can achieve your dreams they really help you to feel that deep inside to have the confidence to keep going to do the work every day that's what the great ones do and therefore It's important to choose your teachers carefully because the bad teachers are the ones who do the opposite. They kill your inspiration. They make you feel frustrated. They make you feel weaker. They make you feel more stupid. They make you feel that you can't do it. This is why I am so frustrated and indeed sometimes even angry with most schools and with most school systems because what I see them doing is making their students weaker through tests and grades and criticism and constant error correction and many other things they make their students weaker they make their students less confident they're doing exactly the opposite of what they should be doing they're harming their students and that upsets me a lot. Let's take another Twitter question. So Go Peter says, uh, where can I get audiobooks? You always mention audiobooks. OK, yeah, so audiobooks are a great way to practice listening. The best thing to do is, is to get a book, a novel, any book you like, And then also get the audio version of that book. So then you can read and listen at the same time. So the question here is, where do you get that audio book? Well, the good news is that Amazon now sells them directly. And most Amazon websites, they have something called WhisperSync right now, and where you can buy a book and buy the audio book at the same time as a package. Now, if you can't find that, they don't have that for all books. There's also a website called audible.com. Audible.com, focuses completely on just audiobooks. So you can find a lot of audiobooks on Audible.com. So Amazon and Audible.com, both great places to get audiobooks for extra listening practice. All right, let's go back to our topic of schools and classrooms and teachers. So what you're looking for, let's say you're in your hometown and you you're listening at home you're doing independent learning with effortless english that's great but uh, maybe you feel a little lonely or maybe your motivation's dropping a bit so you'd like to find a class in your hometown that's fine but be very careful as you shop and choose your class don't just go to the first class you find if you're looking at schools and classes and tutors be very careful if you can observe one of their classes And what you're looking for, first of all, you need to look for a teacher who's very positive and ideally is high energy. Why? Again, because the number one thing a good teacher can do for you is to energize and inspire you and to build your confidence. To do that, a teacher must be positive and energetic. So if they're kind of tired and not very interesting, that's not going to energize you. That's not going to inspire you, and therefore... It's kind of a waste of time. So you're looking, especially for their personality and their energy. They should be smiling. They should be happy. They should have energy, and they should be very positive. As you observe them teaching, also listen to how they talk to their students. Do they encourage their students, or do they discourage them? Do they criticize students and focus constantly on mistakes? That's not good. That makes you feel weaker. Or do they instead focus on positive improvements and make the students feel more confident, more strong, that they can do it. That's the kind of teacher you definitely want. Finally, as you are shopping and looking at teachers in classes, look at the other students in the class too. Also very important. Are they energized during the class? Are they sitting up with their eyes open and really listening and seem to be enjoying the class? Are they participating? Are they talking or shouting? Are they positive people? You know, after the class you can chat with them a little bit. Are they nice people? Are they supporting? Will they encourage you? Will you feel happy and positive being around them? Or are they kind of negative because we've had people on Twitter ask me almost every week "Oh, what should I do my friends they criticize my speaking and I it makes me feel bad you don't want those kind of people that are gonna make you feel weaker no 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 so the class is also important now ideally you also want to see the class moving actually using their bodies it so that it's a very high-energy class and indeed these are the thoughts going through my head now as I plan my events in Asia for this year I'm thinking of my role as a coach and teacher and I realize that what I can do for my audience is I can inspire them and energize them and make them feel more confident more strong about their speaking ability right now and then I can give them great strategies to use at home to continue improving so that their confidence grows their improvement grows so that they go home and they really do the work in a a smart intelligent way and they achieve that big success that big dream they have for English speaking that you have that's my role as a teacher and that's the kind of teacher you should be looking for the kind of class you should look for in your own town good luck to you. Be very careful and be very picky about this, meaning uh, don't just pick anybody. Make sure you feel great about that class before you join it. Because otherwise, if you cannot find a teacher like that, if you cannot find a school like that, it's better just to stay at home and learn independently and don't go to a school at all. A bad school will hurt your learning, hurt your confidence. You must avoid them. Let's go to our last Twitter question. This is from Powerful Amir, interesting Twitter name. Are animated movies good for learning English? For example, the movie Frozen. That's a good question. I talk about using movies to learn English. And I've talked about my movie technique. In my new book, I'll talk about it more but the question now is what kind of movies are best for learning English and specifically are animated movies good I would say it depends on the movie Frozen eh, maybe not so much and as there's nothing wrong with Frozen it's a perfectly fine movie it's a wonderful movie if you enjoy it sure go see it and watch it but for choosing a movie specifically to learn English Musicals are not the best, so that's why I don't recommend Frozen so much. It's not because it's animated, it's because it's a musical. And so, during much of the movie, the characters are singing. What's wrong with singing? Nothing's wrong with singing and songs are fine. But for learning English, it's not as good because number one, when people sing, they often change the natural pronunciation, obviously. People don't normally say, let it go. That's not how people talk normally. You don't want to talk that way either. So the pronunciation is not natural. It's not natural conversational spoken English. The other thing is that songs are, are poetry. And so they use a different style of communication. The sentences, the phrases are not normal spoken English. They're more artistic. Sometimes they're very difficult to understand. Even a native speaker, I don't know exactly what the song's about. So for these reasons, musicals are not the best for learning English. In my opinion, the very best kinds of movies for learning English are dramas, modern dramas, and modern romantic comedies. The reason they're good is they have a lot of talking usually. The characters talk a lot to each other, and they have more normal conversations. The reason modern is important: modern means now. Like you know, that means the movie setting is sometime in the present. You know, maybe you know, nineteen seventies or eighties or nineties, or that's okay. But you don't want a movie that is happening. You know, three hundred years ago. And the reason is again sometimes in those movies they use old styles of English speaking that we don't use anymore so modern dramas and modern romantic comedies are the best kinds of movies to use when learning English for learning English time for the effortless English news what's happening with me and what's happening in the world of effortless English well first I just got back from camping in the Redwood Forest in northern California I went there with my wife and my two best friends Kristen and Joe we had a great time very relaxing so nice to get away from the computer and work and just get out in the quiet with those huge trees I highly recommend it anytime you feel stressed or overworked go camping get out in nature what else is happening Well, another piece of news, you may have noticed, this show is not live anymore. I was recording it live, meaning at the same time every day on Sundays. But my schedule now is changing too fast, and I simply can't have a reliable time for doing this. I'm going to be traveling soon. In a few weeks, my wife and I will return to Japan. Then as I mentioned, I'll be traveling around Asia doing classes and seminars. And because of this, I I just can't do one specific time every week. Instead, I'll be recording the Effortless English show whenever I can find the time. After I record it, I'll put it on YouTube and put it on EffortlessEnglishClub.com. And I will send a tweet on my Twitter account. I'll send a tweet with a link to the new show. So if you want to follow me, if you want to get each show, when it's new, just follow me on Twitter, and I'll tell you on Twitter when the new show's available. My Twitter is twitter.com slash AJ Hogue, just my name, A-J-H-O-G-E. Well, that's it for this week's show. I will see you next time. As always, go to effortlessenglishclub.com and try my VIP program for just one dollar. I will see you next time, have a great day, have a great week, and enjoy your English learning. Bye for now.